What's up? What's up, everybody? I love you so much. I'm your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am so thankful to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast. Guys, if y'all did not know, we are in the middle of an incredible series with my sweet Mama J, and I am so glad that you're here. So without further ado, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. I think this is what part five of an incredible series Mm -hmm. i'm so thankful for this it's been so much fun i've been so refreshed and every single conversation i think this is so cool how they've kind of like fed into the next Mm -hmm. which is really sweet how that happens but i'm really glad you're here this week i'm glad to be here what is something that made you smile today something that has made me smile oh so your dad went um grocery shopping this morning and brought me back flowers which he always does but it made me smile this morning oh dad's sweet he's so sweet yes and tell him about your three necessities in a planter's pot yes so i have three planters on our back patio and before dad went to the store he was said you know he's going to get some plants to go in the the pots is there something that i was wanting and i said ah i need a thriller a spiller and a filler <laughs> which he had never so heard cool? of this before <laughs> me and emma had heard of this before but you need something that has height that's your thriller you need something that spills over that's your spiller and then you need something that fills your pot and that's your filler and it actually is the perfect trio. Yeah. It makes your pot look complete. he did a good complete. job. He got me all three. He did. It looks really pretty on the porch right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. love that. <laughs> I'm so excited, y'all, because today we are taking questions that y'all have sent in and we're answering them. And this is so fun. Something that y'all asked is actually multiple times is asking you, mom, what is a funny story you remember <laughs> from me growing up? Which I love that question because it just brings me joy. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many funny stories. Emma, I mean, just because you you have my tendencies where you have no grace about you whatsoever. (laughs) So our hand-eye coordination is completely off. She gets that from me. But the one thing, one story that comes to my mind, you were probably, I, I would say you're about six years old. And we were telling you something, me and your dad, we were telling you something. And you were, you kept saying, but, but. And we were like, no more butts. Don't say but. And you were like sitting there and you were just staring at us. And you said, I have a butt in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a butt in my mouth. There's a butt in here. I need to let it out. Y'all said I could let it out, but it's in here. <laughs> yes you were always so literal like everything was so literal and so that was something that was really funny another one that comes to my mind is emma you know has these big brown eyes and we actually have this on video we watch this on family videos um but we were dying easter eggs and this is you know emma's probably kindergarten pre-k kindergarten age um and i've got all the beach towels covering the kitchen table <laughs> so that no Easter egg die gets on the table at all. And you are dying an Easter egg and you go and it plops into a glass cup. And so when it does, it makes like a splash and a noise. And you look up at me with these big brown eyes and you kind of have this deep voice and you're like, it's okay, mom, it's okay. <laughs> so we still say that today. We do. First step, like, it's okay, it's okay. I was about to say, I feel like 
both of those stories have honestly carried up until now because <laughs> I still am so literal. Yes. It, like in so many different aspects. It's so funny. Josh will be like, Emma, I, I wasn't literally meaning that <laughs> in so many different scenarios. And then also you're so right. Like sometimes I'll even tell Josh, I'm like, it's okay, Josh. It's okay. Or I'll say, it's okay, mom. It's okay. Like we just kept that a thing. Yes. yes. Whenever I saw that question come in, one of my first thoughts was whenever me and one of my best friends growing up, we, my Aunt Katie was babysitting oh, us. Oh, I know exactly. And yes, we, well, how old were we? Like Y'all four? Were, yeah. So you were probably four. Yeah. I would say four pre-K. Pre-K. Yeah. And my best friend, she was my age. We were over at our house and we, I think we asked permission if we could like get the scissors or we may have even asked like could we cut our hair and if we were you, told if you no. asked I was, okay i was gonna say if you asked and katie said yes i need to go talk to katie <laughs> <laughs> no i'm pretty sure we asked and we were told no but we went and got the scissors anyway mm-hmm. and my best friend cut my hair and i cut her hair and then we went and cut the cat's hair <laughs> that poor cat <laughs> That, that poor cat. Well, you you and her, y'all got in trouble a lot. Y'all, y'all were always into something. We did. She was the friend that like, no matter what Sunday, she was coming home with me or I was coming yes, home with her after always. church. Yes. Like, it was all sleepovers all the time. Yes. But that was a story that came to my mind is, I feel like every little kid has that story where they cut their hair at some mm-hmm. point. Yes. But I think it's just so funny that I never cut mine. We cut each other's. It's like we wanted to play stylist for a day and then also on the cat. Yes. And then Katie had to call me and let me know what had happened. But she felt terrible. Yes, she did. Yes. Oh, Katie. <laughs> oh, so I. this next question I really, really loved because I feel like what you're about to share, I'm going to take a lot and just tuck away in my heart too somebody asked were you ever afraid to have kids because of how your body was going to change and I know that you've talked about your postpartum journey Mm -hmm. and how that like your just your physical features changing was such a hard thing to navigate and so I would love for you to speak to that yeah, I don't I don't ever remember being fearful of having kids for fear of my body changing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's probably a little bit of fear there, but it wasn't significant enough that I am remembering that. I think mine was more the fact that my body changed <laughs> and now you just have to deal with that. And so I do think that that is it's probably more awareness now but just because of social media and everybody's so much aware more aware of what that process may look like and so yeah. you have a little bit more fear on the front side versus it just being something that's after the fact now um I would say that since I, my perspective is more about the after and the postpartum, you know, it's it's one of those things after your first child, I think if you don't have a community around you that helps you normalize it mm-hmm. to know that this is normal, like this is a journey. What I do love is people that actually, if they're going to be on social media, they're very real. Like, okay, yeah. this is what actually postpartum looks like. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes it could be, 
a year to get back to something that you're happy with. Sometimes it could be two years. Sometimes it's seven months. So like, Mm -hmm. like kind of the conversations we've been having over the past few weeks about your faith journey, like this is a journey that looks very different for everyone. And that grace that you actually give yourself is really, really important here for your mental health. And so the, I mean, the fact of the matter is your body will change. But it's such a beautiful thing in exchange that you're getting mm-hmm. for a shift and a change in the body that it's it's so small. In the grand scheme of things, when you really take a 50,000-foot view perspective, yeah. it is so small. But yes, like going to our conversation, I think what's important is that you're just really real. The fact that that's going to be a hard part of postpartum. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're used to one body. You're used to one size. This is the size pants I wear. This is the size dress I wear. And this is that, the energy level. This I is the have. energy level I have. This is what I look like in this outfit. Um, and that does change. And I would say it's not just about having babies. It changes just with seasons of life. Like, I mean, I'm in my 40s now. And so, like, my body's changing yet again. And I have not had a kid in, you know, 20, 21 years. Um, yeah. But it, it's just, I think it's just part of it. It's the reminder that we are in a fallen world we are not here forever and we are on a clock Mm -hmm. and it's just it is what it is but yeah i do think that it's about surrounding yourself with community being very genuine and authentic about the struggles and how it's playing mentally in your head and not feeling bad about that like Mm -hmm. there is a grieving process to what it was before to what it will be and the journey it's going to take to get the body back to where you would want it but Oh my goodness, the little human that you get to now have as part of your family, it's such a very small price to pay. Yeah, I I remember hearing this one time and I just never forgot it, that it's so freeing whenever you're not so consumed with how your body looks, but you are filled with gratitude for what your body is Mm. capable of. Yes. And I thought that was such a great, healthy perspective because just speaking to what you're saying, that you have a precious child that you're not able to care for. And that does mean that my body looks different for a season. But instead of getting insecure and letting that dominate the season I'm in, being like wow this is symbolizing the fact that i'm capable of of carrying yeah. a human mm-hmm. and i think that's beautiful and i love how you're talking about the importance of community yeah because i mean i even think of um whenever i had just found out i was pregnant and i was going to my one of my first appointments and i had been so excited so looking forward to it and then like the morning of I remember feeling like almost like a, I just felt really chill and I felt really normal, I guess, whatever that word means. And I felt terrible for it. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like, oh, this is just a doctor's appointment. And I wasn't that my excitement went away, but the, or the gratitude went away, but the emotions that I felt like I was supposed to be having weren't there. And it was so hard for me, but I remember... I was able to get clarity in my perspective and not carry that with that guilt with me all throughout the day because I talked with you yeah. and I talked with Josh about it. I was like, hey, 
I feel bad because I'm not carrying balloons into the doctor's appointment. I feel bad because I'm not jumping over the moon that I'm about to have a baby. But I'm excited, but why don't my emotions align with the gratitude in my heart? And to have y'all share with me like, you're normal. The days to come of you being a mom, you're going to have days where you're feeling it and days where you're not. And if you have this expectation on yourself that you're supposed to feel this way all the time, you are setting yourself up for exhaustion and disappointment. And that in and of itself is a whole other encouragement. But I think what was so huge was I had people that I went and was just really honest with and I wasn't battling it just in my head and I was able to have y'all speak into it. And I think that also set the tone for when the baby does come Mm -hmm. because I'm like, okay, like I'm going to carry that truth, but also I'm going to remember I can go to my people and talk about it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's, I think vocalizing is what's so important Yeah, Um, because again, everybody's journey looks different Mm -hmm. but just knowing that you have someone to share it with but i would just i mean i think the validation of the the fear and the frustration um is real there's nothing wrong with being scared about that or being frustrated that your body changed that's those are all very very valid emotions and no one should feel bad Mm -hmm. that they have those emotions just knowing that it's a season and yep. it's a process and you can surround yourself with people that can actually speak into it to help you move along the journey and what you gain from it is so much greater than what you would have missed at like because you would miss out on so much otherwise yeah 100 yeah. and i think what i'm hearing you say too is there's a difference between having frustrated not feeling it like just having those off moments off days versus thinking that your identity is in your appearance yes there's a total difference because when i'm feeling it i'm able to speak truth into it and be gracious and move forward when it's my identity it's all consuming yep so i love all the questions that you guys send in they're so much fun and i love how they speak to different seasons too somebody asked how did you know that josh was a good potential spouse for emma Mm. yeah so what's funny about y'all's story is we did not know i mean we knew who josh was but we didn't know like but when we were dropping you off at liberty this guy in this yellow jeep like was like a Matt, he just didn't go away. He was always there. We were like, always this guy, and why is he always here? (laughs) It's like he's just—he's a ninja. Like he just shows up. Yeah, (laughs) it was like in the in the cafeteria. It was at church. It was was moving into the dorm. It was just, hey, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) But I think as I got to know Josh, I think what really stood out to me is y'all's differences. And I think when I think of me and dad and the differences, like we truly are like this hand in glove. And that's what's made our marriage work so well is that when I'm down, he's able to lift me up. And Mm -hmm. when he's getting frustrated, I'm able to pull him out of it because we we just have such different perspectives on life. We come from different, um, not completely different backgrounds, but we come from different views and different backgrounds. And um, I think it just when I when I met Josh and knew kind of where his strengths were and the his background and where he came from then you look at you and where your strengths are and where our family background it was just like wow like this is powerful like i can really see them truly like iron sharpening iron and them really being a power couple for 
the kingdom, I think like one of the things is that, you know, you're very risk averse, you know, mm-hmm. you're, it's all about, you know, when to make sure to let's get it just right. It's got to be just right before. Yeah. And one of the things about Josh is not that he's completely risk averse, but he's willing to take the risk. Like he's uh-huh. like, no, let's, let's go do it. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it done. And I think he pulls you out and I saw him do it, pulling you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that was definitely going to cause growth. And I do remember Lisa Long, your two mama. Yes. You know, when you you were making a decision to step into a relationship with Josh or not, one of the questions that she asked you when I was on the phone, it was all three of us. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, what will you be giving up? If you step in this relationship, such a good question. And we, we all kind of were, we were talking, she's like, and you said, you know, the only thing that I can think of that I would be giving up. Cause she said, if you step in, you have to give up something like you have, there's Relationships a cost require sacrifice. Yeah. And you said, I, the only thing that I can think of that I'm giving up is going to be fear. Like I'm going to have to give up fear if I'm going to be in this relationship. And that's what I also saw that with Josh, you were going to have to step into some uncomfortability and really push yourself to grow in what areas that you really had probably tiptoed around and dodged. And I think that's when I knew like this could be a really healthy thing. And this is definitely something that God would bless. I agree. That's such a great question to ask before getting into a relationship what is what am I sacrificing and is it anything godly and does this person help me become more of who God has called me to be because I was sacrificing things that grew me in godliness by stepping into a relationship with Josh does not mean it was perfect but it required me to grow in ways I needed to yep Mm -hmm. and you called it out too Mm -hmm. which was affirming because you're a trusted person in my life so for you to say i see this and it's good that was also really encouraging too i agree and look yeah. it work, it's worked out i would <laughs> say it's worked out <laughs> two years married i would say it was a very good decision yes <laughs> oh guys thank you for your questions we're so excited to talk to y'all next week and we love you gobs and gobs bye y'all see ya <laughs>